Welcome to the CWDW Near and Far podcast where we explore perspectives of the Walt Disney World Resort from 10 miles to 1,000 miles away. I'm Mike, the far in this equation. And I'm John, the 10 miles away in this equation. (laughs) He likes to rub that in 10 miles away into me. He knows I'm jealous as heck. Actually, it's only about five if I was going to (laughs) Animal Kingdom Lodge. Just piling on, piling on. (laughs) It used to be two up until a couple of uh, months ago. (laughs) So today we're going to get a little lighter. And uh, I know the last couple episodes we we got a little heavy with uh, some of the subjects and things like that. But, um, you know, it's not all roses and wishes and and pixie dust all the time. So today we're... (laughs) <laughs> what were you gonna say, John? Yeah, there's dreams too. You forgot there's dreams, dreams and magic. Okay, I saw it all dreams and magic and all that stuff. Sometimes you gotta get down in the mud a little bit. <laughs> so, you know, uh today we're gonna discuss Animal Kingdom Lodge. And the reason being, uh John used to own DVC there, and I recently stayed there uh for the first time. And this place is just it's great. And we figured it would be a very positive uh, podcast. And actually, it's probably going to be a little shorter than our typical podcast. Uh, just just because, you know, you're, you're talking about a resort. And there's really not a lot of bad things to say about the resort. But it, it's such a great place. We just wanted to really cover it and just wanted to talk about it. So, John, you're actually somewhat of an expert on this place, I would say, because you've stayed there so many times. Like I said, my my stay was one time, and I do have some things that I'd like to say about it. But uh, why don't you start off and and talk to us about what you what what you think of that resort and what what do you really love about the resort itself? Yeah, I. I honestly do not even know how many times I've stayed at that resort. That's that's how often we stayed there. And um, before we bought into the DVC there, we had actually stayed there, you know, a couple of times. We would look for a good deal on the lower price deluxes once in a while. And I think they, they um, Animal Kingdom Lodge and Wilderness Lodge would have deals every once in a while, like in... Uh, a slower time of year, you could get them for like $200 a night or something or a pass holder rate of $200 a night. And that's when we would stay at those places. And I don't know why, but Animal Kingdom Lodge was always just that there, it was always the resort to us that felt like home the most. And it's, uh, it's the, 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 it, it, the decorations, the food, just the ambiance of it it's uh, everything about it the animals it's it for us it was just a really great hotel and over the years we even uh, we eat, even added a lot of uh, design factors to our house that were inspired by animal kingdom lodge like when i lived in pennsylvania i did a a complete bamboo roof out on my front porch and I, 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 I added bamboo into the uh, window sills because I, I put windows out there. I did a, a uh, tile patterns on the floor, which included my wife did the ac- actual animal part of it. But you could see the shapes of animals on the floor. We even added a little hidden Mickey in there. We, we found some things from 
uh, Pier 1 that reminded us of Animal Kingdom Lodge. They were elephants mounted on a some kind of wood, and I actually incorporated them into the uh, the window frame. So, like, when you'd come in my house, I actually bought a... Uh, uh, a and a uh, what do you call it? An Animal Kingdom Lodge rug, you know the uh, doormat. That's what I was thinking. And one of those huge doormats that they have when you walk in. Mm-hmm. They sold them online at some point, and I got one. It was like three hundred dollars, and it was a real one. But you'd walk into my house, and it would even have the feel of Animal Kingdom Lodge. I, you know, uh, in reality, not even comparable, but. You know, if you've ever been to Animal Kingdom Lodge, you definitely would catch on to the vibe of it. So we kind of took that everywhere we went with us a little bit. Like, you know, now we're a couple of houses from that. And we still have that mat and we still have a lot of decorations and stuff like that that kind of give you the Animal Kingdom Lodge vibe. So that'll tell you how much we liked it. And like I said, in 2008, we actually bought into the Vacation Club there. Well. So, uh, where did you typically stay? Like, did you stay at uh, Kidani Village? Did you stay at uh, Jumbo House? What what was your... We always stayed at Jumbo House, except for one time. And even when we bought into the DVC, the DVC was the Kidani Village section, but they converted the top floor of the Jumbo House to value room. And the reason they were value was because the square footage was less because they took they took a lot of standard hotel rooms and they added in, you know, a kitchenette and things like that. So it made the room smaller than on the Kidani side. And so but we we, we just preferred the Jumbo House side because it has the lobby everybody thinks about. It has, you know, the 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 pool in the center. It has the the uh, quick service restaurant there and all that. Like we just preferred the Jumbo house side. And we did, I think in all the years of DVC, we only stayed at Kadani one time and it was nice. And my favorite part about it was your car was parked under the hotel. They have a uh, underground parking garage. So once you get to know where your closest elevator is, you literally park under the hotel and just a few steps to the elevator and you're right at your room where the jumbo house was you need to park in the parking lot out front you walk through the lobby and then you you know you take a you take an elevator stairs or whatever you want but there was a lot more walking there because these uh the hallways are very long so a lot of times we'd end up pretty far out. It was quite the walk by the time you got to your hotel room on the Jumbo side. But like I said, we still liked it. And we actually got to spend less points by staying on the Jumbo side. You did have to reserve that early, though, because we weren't the only ones that, that liked it over there. So right at the, I think, 11-month mark is when we would try to reserve our Jumbo house room. And what happened a lot of times over the years, this is more a DVC thing, was we would reserve that and then when the seven month window would come up you can try to get other resorts so that's when we would say well do we want to try for a beach club do we want to try for a uh, bay lake tower and so many times we would get them and that's the good thing about dvc if you buy where you really like to stay my worst case scenario is i have to stay at the jumbo house it's like that's a pretty darn good worst case scenario 
And so we've stayed at the other ones too, but we always had our Animal Kingdom Lodge as our uh, as our one we already had booked, just in case we can't get the other one at seven months. So. Yeah, I mean DVC is a whole process uh, that you have to follow, right? And you have, I guess, the advantage of you of that being what they call your home resort uh, gives you preferential treatment to get into that resort, right, uh, in advance. Yeah, yeah, it just gives you that extra few that extra few months with the the eleven month if it's your home resort, and I think it's seven months if it's not your home resort. And if any of these things are wrong, I apologize. I'm just going off my memory, which isn't always a hundred percent accurate, and it's definitely not up to date because yeah, I, I sold I, it a few years ago. Yeah, I think they still stick to something similar to that, anyhow, if not that yeah. same process. So, um, it. it Interesting. I stayed at uh, Kadoni Village this time, and let me just explain how that worked for me. It was a DVC resort, it, or it is a DVC resort. It was a DVC room, but uh, the uh, there's various rental sites online that you can rent points or rent specific nights or specific vacations that have already been booked. And you typically can get them at a discounted rate uh, compared to what the DVC members paid. They may not have been able to, you know, show up or or whatever, and they want to recoup some of their money. So they reach out to some of these companies that help them recoup. And uh, in my particular case, it was the most popular, pretty much the one that most people have heard of, which is David's, I think it's called David's DVC rentals. And by the way, not a sponsor, so I'm not pushing them. I'm not saying that we're making money off of them, but I'm just saying that that's, that's who I went with. And that process, from what I understand with that, pretty much everyone, including David's, was incredibly smooth. Um, just a matter of finding, you know, telling them what you want to do and where you want to stay and things like that. They have a process, a form you fill out and they try and match it up as best they can. And if they don't have an option for you, as far as where you want to stay, then they give you the next best thing or, or some other options and, uh, you know, for your price range. Um, I wanted a Savannah view, so I paid a little bit more. Um, so that, and and it was only just like a like an overnight uh so uh, it was our anniversary i just wanted to experience kind of on my wife's bucket list so that's what we wanted to you know we wanted to click off that bucket list thing and uh, we got the savannah view you know and it was up i requested a higher balcony like a, like a balcony like a higher room so that we could see the whole savannah and uh, it's an amazing experience let me tell you just seeing the animals uh, and all that stuff that actually reminds me the other the other uh, benefit of staying in one of the value jumbo house rooms is you can't pick savannah room you can't pick anything other other than a jumbo house studio and some of them are savannah rooms and some of them aren't and i can't tell you how many times i've gotten a savannah view jumbo house room paying the lowest you know using the lowest amount of points so that that's another benefit of that you can't guarantee it but it's like it a crap happen. suit, more or less. Yeah, so. yeah. Like when you, when you go there, they, I, I think it's the entire. I don't know if it's the top floor, but one of the floors at the Jumbo House is all DVC, 
it's it was all one category so mm. that that means parking lot pool uh savannah it's all one category so you mm. don't know what you're gonna get yeah and i, I want to be clear like i'm not somebody that typically books expensive rooms and things like that you know i pucker up paying that kind of money but i wanted to just do something special for my wife but let me say this i would on a normal trip absolutely do what you just stated knowing that you know i would take my chance um because honestly as soon as you walk out of your room you walk into the hallway they have these great big wide open uh areas where they got the big glass and everything and and they have walkways and things that go around the savannah so pretty much everywhere you go within the hotel you're very close to a great savannah view um you just may not have a balcony in your room or something overlooking the zebras or giraffe or whatever but you know that's okay it's just like a short walk away uh you know yeah they do have the uh i don't they're they're all around to the uh, there's like little outside balcony porches that are public yeah. er- areas a lot of them have uh, rocking chairs and things like that so mm-hmm. yeah if you don't mind walking a few minutes you could always find a great spot to sit and just look over the savannah yeah and you're going to save a boatload of money too if you just kind of uh you know go with uh, a, a random value room and and i will say that's something else that my understanding uh and, and that's what we actually to be honest with you first tried to do is we initially tried to get just like the value option and they were all gone they they had no options so it was either yeah. you know the pay more and get the savannah view or just you know stay somewhere else and yeah. If you tried to book this further ahead through the rental company, you probably could have done it that way. Like if you want to plan something for 11 months from now, I yeah. bet you could I bet the rental company could get you in at Jumbo House where you may or may not get the Savannah, but you you get a great deal. So, yeah, I wanted to mention too, I really do love the idea of renting DVC points and I when you said they're not a sponsor, that is a uh, that is one of the one of the few things that I actually could see if we had a sponsor, that would be one I would actually believe in. You know, like I wouldn't take mm-hmm. on a sponsor lightly. But the the great things that you can see renting DVC points at such a great uh, price point, like that's something I can really get behind. And that's as a former DVC owner. I still think renting points is probably one of the best ways to stay at these hotels. I I agree. And a lot of people will tell you that renting those points has an inherent risk to it, but, um, that because you're running from an owner and supposedly they can pull those points from you at any time. And that's the, that's the, the information out there that people tell you, but I, that's never happened. It, it doesn't happen to people. And when like a place like David's or one of those other ones, if something like that does happen where an owner changes their mind with something, they hook you up with something else. I mean, Oh yeah. You know. And you, and with, with, with sites like that too, you can guarantee it's not going to happen again. Like if you do something like that, they're yeah, not going to rent your gone. points anymore. Or yeah. if there, if there's some kind of rating system, everyone's going to know. Don't don't do don't rent from that this guy because yeah. 
he may just change his mind and ruin your vacation and it, all your plans. So it's it's something that while it could happen, it's probably rare and there's a reason it doesn't happen much. And like I said, when there's a third party involved, that's probably part of the reason that they get a piece of it because they are going to hold the owners accountable and they probably have an agree- agreement with them where they're going to right. you know, charge them money or something like that for breaking the contract. Mm-hmm. So they and again, I never did it. That's my guess then that you can't yeah. just that that they wouldn't allow you to just go, you know, I think we're not gonna do it now. It's like it's gotta be it's gotta be a painful thing if if they decide that they're gonna pull the plug on you. So anyway, right. I don't yeah. I don't know anything about that, but that's just yeah. my guess. And and let me just say this. It's no different than renting from a home away or VRBO house or something like that. I mean, you can rent uh a house or something in any area around the country and world and the owner can pull that right out from under you at any point in time you know so it's the same principle the difference here is you do have a middleman that gives you some inherent guarantees and things like that so i i'm just saying that if you're hearing horror stories about renting dvc points my guess is um it's just you know, it, it's I, it's likely just in a very minor case, very uh, an instant or just someone uh, being bitter about something. I know. I know on some of these message boards, they have, you know, places where you could find a person directly. And that's when you have no guarantees. Yes, you don't know what's exactly. going to happen and you have no right. way to no yeah. way to. Uh, uh, fix the problem if you pay them money or something and then they decide to cancel it on you it's like if you do it that way and i'm sure there are good message boards that that works great on too but if you use a third party like like you you did i feel like it would definitely have an yeah. additional layer of safety anyway yeah. there's enough- there was a lot of paperwork for that that you know gives you some guarantees so let's it's just let's to, just starting to it. sound like we're uh Yeah, we're pushing the sponsor. Yeah, so. (laughs) We're sponsored by nobody. Yeah, that's right. Well, uh, yeah, so let's move on from there and and just talk a little bit. If you're all right with that, uh, let's talk about the rooms a little bit and what you think of the rooms. Because I got to tell you, that was probably one of the best rooms that I've stayed at on Disney property. Um, it's just a higher level. I'm not saying grand Floridian level. I've never stayed there. I don't know. I've, I've heard some bad things recently about the dated, uh, grand Floridian rooms, but, um, you know, I, I gotta tell you that room was just quality, man. It wasn't a big luxurious room, but just everything in the room and the, the atmosphere of the room and everything about it. It was great, John. Uh, what I like about the rooms is the furniture and, you know, the, the, uh, the, uh, general, uh, the design and theming of everything. It feels almost like an extension of animal kingdom park. Like, like the, the carvings built into furniture. And I actually own a couple, but even the, uh, I, I own four of them, the patio chairs that are out on the balcony, mm-hmm. they have a zebra built into the, backing of the chair and i'm just like I, I i just like all that stuff like rather than something really expensive and fancy it feels like 
each one of those rooms would take a long time to make, you know, like I feel like there's so many handcrafted elements to it that, you know, they just do a good job. I'm sure it all can't be handcrafted or maybe it can. I know Disney actually, when they do the parks or, or when they do did the lodge and stuff, I'm pretty sure they tried to utilize uh, many vendors from African countries. So to make it as authentic as possible. So maybe maybe a lot of that stuff is actually handmade, you know. I'm I'm not I'm not 100% sure, but my my understanding is that that is all handcrafted uh and much of it does come from Africa. Uh you know, and and people that that do that type of thing over there, but uh if when you're dealing with handcrafted furniture, every piece is going to be somewhat unique you know it's going to have a a different you know maybe a line done a different way or something like that just because you know it's it's uh, it's handcrafted and we're all human and do things differently every time but i i mean honestly that was a big highlight for me having handcrafted furniture like that i mean again it's just a different level It, it really is yeah, and it's the same thing. The rooms throughout the resort, I feel like it's an extension of of Animal Kingdom Lodge, where you just there's it's you never run out of beautiful things to just look at, to admire, to. I, and even after all these years, I still feel the same way. Like I could go anywhere at Animal Kingdom Lodge, and just it's 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 just enjoyable being there. Yeah, uh, uh, that's the thing. Like the, uh, like you said, the extension of the lodge itself, uh, with the carvings and the carv the carved furniture and the the like, even your headboard is hand carved. the The beds are comfortable. I feel. I I think that's probably one of the better beds I've slept in at Disney World. Um, and it, again, if you have a balcony that is a savannah view you're you're looking over the animals and we got to see from our personal view in our room uh we we got to see zebra ostrich you know just just all kinds of different um animals that you would see on you know in an african plane uh it's just cool like depending on where you stay you could see giraffe just just all kinds of stuff like that uh, just imagine too uh, we have never seen them but you can see pictures online what the what the multi-bedroom deluxe studios look like and stuff like right. some of them have multi-story windows looking out mm-hmm. and just uh, now that that would just be unbelievable but yeah i've i've only stayed at the studios there but it, it's yeah. just we, we, uh, that's what we did stayed at a studio john and i I was going to mention that next is exactly what you just said right above us were rooms and and right beside us were almost like a multi-unit room where larger families can stay and we stayed there on labor day weekend and so there were families there uh it was very busy The, the lodge was packed that day and um you could hear all kinds of activity around us. So families are staying in those those units, and I can't imagine John what they're like. Uh, it's probably almost like a house, like a like a multi multi room apartment or something like that. You know, it's like the uh, I don't know, like like a like a luxury apartment or something. But yeah, that's what they look like. Yeah, but um, well, so some of the things to do around the lodge. Uh, 
What, what did you experience when you were there? What I can, I can give a brief overview. Cause like I said, we only had an overnight, but there's, there's Sanal was at the, at the house, the lobby, uh, house there, the main house, um, Sanal being a sit down restaurant and actually one of the best known restaurants in all of Disney world, actually. Um, and I can get into that a little bit cause we did get food from there. Um, but you know, other things to do around the resort. I mean, it, it's pretty typical as far as most resorts at the main house and that, you know, you have the gift shops and you have the, you know, check-in desk and all that. And you have like little, little, the little, uh, what do you want to call them? Like, uh, carvings and artwork and things to represent Africa around the house itself. Um, but really you have a great experience with walking around, checking this van out and the people talking about the animals and stuff, right? Yeah. But I was going to say one of the best things about the animal kingdom lodge, and it, it may not even be available right now. I'm not sure what happened, you know, with the whole COVID thing, but the cultural representatives from countries around Africa would be all over the place. They would be there when you walked into the resort welcoming you they would uh they had uh uh i don't know what you call it like a drum parade where they'd come out and they'd be playing drums through the lobby and they'd be walking around and they get all the kids to join them and give them instruments too and it you know stuff like that was really fun like i've run into that so many times they've they'd have activities where they would all get together with the kids and uh, they'd get some I don't know if they use a pencil or chalk or something, but they would uh, put a piece of paper on the big metal uh, symbol on the floor and kind of do a, uh, you know, when you rub, I, I, I don't remember what you call it, but you rub the pencil over it to get the picture on the paper. And um, at, at, they even had uh, educational things where people would tell you about, like somebody from, a country in Africa, let's say like Nigeria, for example, would be there and they would they would uh, take you in this little room off the lobby and there would be maps, there would be pictures and they would explain how life was there, what they did there, how they made money there, like all just, uh, you know, things that you would never learn. And you're hearing it from somebody who lived there and you could ask them questions and just such a fascinating and enriching thing like how many people can really say oh yeah i i talked to a uh, a woman from kenya about what it's like to live in africa and this and that's like not many people can say that and things like that were available at the animal kingdom lodge and i'm uh, i'm kind of an education guy not you know not like uh, i'm not in education but i actually like to learn things and you know, one of the reasons I love the old Epcot so much, but yeah, learning things at the Animal Kingdom Lodge is just fascinating. And I think I mentioned it once. I made the uh, incorrect assumption once, or maybe it wasn't me. Somebody I was with, I think, asked one of the cultural representatives that was out by the safari. They were like, oh, so how do you like Florida? And, you know, they said, oh, it's OK. It's OK. And they were like, ah, oh, wouldn't you like to, you know, don't you wish you could stay here? And the guy was like, no. <laughs> I remember, I don't know, I don't think it was me that asked, but I remember laughing, thinking, you know, um, as an American, we, we make the assumption, oh, yeah, he wishes he could stay here. It's like, 
No, he, <laughs> he definitely wanted to go back. And, uh, you know, he told us a little bit about where he's from, the cultural differences and this and that. And it really did sound like a beautiful place to live. So, you know, it, it's an enlightening experience for everybody to talk to somebody from a country so far away that that most of us really don't have a good grasp on. So, oh, and speaking of that, outside um, the, you know, in the main lobby outside where they have the Savannah view at night, they have fire pits that you sit around and they would have cultural representatives there telling you um, African stories from countries around Africa, you know, um, around the fire. So you'd have campfire stories, authentic ones that are probably ones you've never heard because they're not from uh, your typical, um, american perspective you know so again just such a such a unique thing to 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 be around when you're on vacation and it really did make spending time at the hotel so interesting you know just again where are you going to get that anywhere else it's to me that's just amazing so hopefully if it's not going right now hopefully that is something that returns quickly they're not doing that currently uh and as far as cultural representatives i think disney's pretty much sent them all home to their home countries uh i I mean because they brought most of them over here um you know on work visas and things like that but uh now standing around the savannah they just have american cast members talking about the animals so you're still getting an education aspect but you're not getting that cultural aspect um which is a shame i I mean we you know that that is a missing component there but for me being uninitiated and things like that i i would have never experienced them for you john going back there it, it would be something missing out of your experience so um that that's what i would say about that um it it's amazing because i've heard of those experiences that you're talking about before like the campfire thing and all that i believe the other thing that um they had they used to have a program where kids and pretty much actually adults could do it too or would help feed the animals at one point like make up um a, a box with the different types of feed and things like that that they give to certain animals and that was an educational aspect where the people actually taking care of the animals got to interact with the guests and show them and explain to them why and and what they feed them with uh you know why they feed them with that particular stuff you know and um and and they just help feed the animals and that's an experience i don't think they're currently doing i imagine that will come back and some of the other stuff will come back the, the cultural stuff i hope it comes back because dang that that just sounds great john i, I really yeah. do too otherwise the i i feel like the same at epcot otherwise over time it's gonna feel more like bush gardens in williamsburg where you know it I love Busch Gardens in Williamsburg, but it's a theme park theme to Europe. There's nothing right. authentic about it at all. And the representatives are what adds so much realism and authenticity mm-hmm. to Animal Kingdom Lodge and Epcot. And yeah. But again, that could just be my opinion. The executives at Disney may say, 
you know, we made a new drink and they're not coming back and whatever. That's yeah. I, I, I will say that, um, buy a when, cupcake. Don't worry about yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> cupcake. <laughs> it's a cupcake. Eat your cupcake with the giraffe. I don't want to shush up. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, that I did meet, uh, one lady there who was actually at one point, a cultural representative that stayed and is is actually a a regular employee now and she was down at uh sanaa and she was so excited she she was a breath of fresh air this woman um in talking to her i i believe if i remember correctly she was from i think sierra leone or something to that effect and but she was so happy that the resort was full that week. She she said to me, she said, "Ah, oh, we're so, you know." In her in, in her accent, uh, she said about, "Ah, um, oh, I'm so happy, so happy. The hotel is is booked, and everyone will get to eat now." And I'm like, I, I looked at, I was like, "What? What do you mean?" She's like, "Cast members get to eat now, and, and <laughs> all that." And so I was like, "Oh yeah," I said, "That's a great thing. It, it's really." great i'm happy to see that uh you know we're we're having people come back and um you know it was full and actually sanaa was booked uh fully booked i had to do takeout and i think it was one of the first places that actually did takeout um that was a a sit-down restaurant there at disney um so we we did that and now it's actually on the app so if you stay there or if you stay off site and want to go there to experience you know their bread service which is you know well known about and uh, i actually might do that yeah you can do it you can you can actually order on the app itself uh very easy process. You just walk in, you just go down, go right up to the uh, to the counter, and just like any other takeout, it just uh, they'll they'll hand you some bags and and uh, there's your food. And Sanaa, I got the uh, garlic chicken, um, or I'm sorry, my wife got the garlic chicken. I don't even remember what I got, John. That's what's weird about it. But I believe it had oxtail or something in it. Is what I got and. Uh, Man, was it ever good. It was a really, really good meal. I could highly recommend that food, uh, especially the bread service. Bread service is amazing. Um, and, you know, I don't know if you've had the bread service there or not. but um, Yes. Yeah. Man. I was going to say, I, I ate there once, too. Yeah. The, the, it's, it's non-bread, and they give you a lot of different sauces that um, come from, uh, I'm assuming, African flavors and things like that i think they but, do a lot of indian stuff too. i, I, I don't know it why a, it's it's like indian inspired but yeah. african but so i don't I, know but it's good though it's, oh my my because god because yeah. the the india booth over at uh epcot when they had that open at least they would always do uh like a miniature version of the bread service you'd get some of that bread and you'd get just like three or four things to dip but it was at the india place so and i'm pretty sure that sanaa is indian inspired at least so they use a lot of the spices you'll find in india but yeah when i ate there i had the tandoori chicken i think it's tandoori mm -hmm. and that was very good and i also had the bread service which was spectacular and i the and i also had and again my wife worked for disney at the time and we got 40 percent off if we went at lunch so mm -hmm. 
I kind of got a little more because I really wanted to try a few things. I got a salad. I don't, I don't remember what they called it, but it was basically you get a sampling, a salad sampler. You get three different types of the salad they offer, and those were just great, too. Like, so different. The flavor is so unique. Like, I really want to go back there now just thinking about that. That was a really great meal. I don't want to get as much this time because I couldn't <laughs> finish all that, but I, the food was just spectacular there. Yeah, it's top-notch. Definitely top notch. Uh, so, do you, do you want to go through some of the other restaurants quick? Because it, it won't won't take long, I don't think. Yeah, yeah. Why don't Why don't you go ahead and cover that? Because I only experienced it all. Well, I had Boma for breakfast twice, and this is over, you know, twenty years or something. Like this is over, not twenty, but a long time, probably about fifteen years. I had breakfast twice. Breakfast was spectacular at Boma. Um, it was last year, I believe, for my birthday. I tried Boma for dinner, and that was also spectacular. And if you're ever at the uh, Animal Kingdom Lodge anywhere near dinner time, you can usually have the smells come right up through the lobby of the food cooking, mm. and they always make you hungry. And I've smelled that so many times over the years that, you know. Last year for my birthday, I was like, I think the only thing I want is to finally try Boma this one time because it smells great. Mm. <laughs> and like I said, it was great. I, I really did enjoy it. Um, I don't know what they're doing with it right now. That's another thing that's kind of ruined in our current state of whatever we're in. But Boma was spectacular. Um, Sanaa's spectacular. The Mara was always a favorite too that's the in the at the jamba house that's on the uh, ground floor out by the pool it's the quick service location and i always loved it there too just a very unique feel a nice walk to get to it and uh it, it and um you know they have a lot of traditional things they had flatbread pizza and you know the normal american dishes but they'd also have a little bit of uh african themed stuff like they used to have african stew and it's like I, I i think that was a little spicy but again you can get a little taste of african theming down there they have zebra domes which i don't think have anything to do with africa <laughs> that's that's <laughs> along the line of the cupcakes again it's like here's a sugar shaped like a zebra and there you go like, but they're good though everybody seems to love them and so the mara was always good too and i i think that pretty much covers the restaurants of animal kingdom lodge yeah i guess the other thing i would the next thing i would hop to real quick was the uh pool environment and Let's just say that that week, because it was full, it was it, it was like Animal House. <laughs> Honestly, it was just wild at that pool. Like I didn't get into the pool, but I watched it kind of at a distance. You know, I I didn't. You know, I wasn't being the creepy forty-some-year-old man or anything, but I just kind of wanted to check the pool out and see what it looked like. And um, there was a lot of. Uh, kind of water features and things like that for kids and just cool uh african themed uh animal themed water um uh what what do you call that uh where you know you just kind of have the water coming down off out of like i don't know a 
giraffe's mouth or something like that, you know. Yeah, I'm not you even You know what sure. I mean. Yeah, what, whatever they call it. it. But there was some stuff like that and things that kids could climb on. The The pool itself was a, a decent-sized pool, but the pool bar, there was like a pool bar there, and I'm not really sure what they call that thing, but, man, the line for that thing. They must have had some kind yeah. of drink going on that was really popular because people were lined up. I think I think it was like that though too because the pool if if you've been stuck in your house for months yeah and you book a Disney vacation that pool is going to be the close to normal you're ever going to feel because you can't wear a mask when you're in the pool and so pretty much I don't I I I can't say for sure but my guess is most of the rules go right out the window on your poolside at the so uh, Again, I I think that made it extra popular because I've been there, and that pool can get pretty crowded. The Jumbo House pool is much bigger, mm-hmm. and uh, you know less crowded typically. But again, in this day and age, it could be I could yeah. I could be completely wrong because, but uh, yeah, that that that's what I was gonna say. The only negative I can say about the Kadani Village side is I feel like the pool is smaller. There's no quick service restaurant there. Right. And so those are two negative things about Kadani Village. It's still beautiful and you can get to the Jumbo House by bus or even long walk, I guess. So, you know, it's all fine. But my preference has always been Jumbo House after staying at both. So, yeah, that's my perspective, though, just from the Kadani Village side. I, I have like I, I didn't see the Jumbo House side. Um, but, and that's probably why you're right, John, that's probably why it was packed. Uh, it was sold out. And the other thing we have to keep in mind is that the, uh, a- main animal kingdom lodge buildings and everything are shut down right now. It's only the DVC side of things that, uh, people can stay at. So, uh, but it, it was busy and packed and you're right. I mean, it was a chance for people to just have a little bit of normalcy in their life, I think. But, uh, and people were having fun. And again, it was, um, you know, people were backed up getting drinks or whatever, having a good time. I guess what it overall points to for me, John, is that you can go to Animal Kingdom Lodge and not even go to the theme parks and have a great time and have plenty to do and have great food options and, you know, take your kids and experience something different. Um, you could definitely stay for a long weekend without going to the Disney parks. Most people are like yelling at their speakers right now or they're at, at me for saying that, how can you go there without going to Disney? I, I mean, if you go to Disney every year or a couple times a year or something like that, or if you're a local, I think the Animal Kingdom Lodge would be a great option for a long weekend I, getaway. I agree with that. And I can tell you, I haven't yet, but I can tell you that that could be something that I would actually do. And um, while my wife no longer works for the company, I still have, we have other friends that still do. Um, you know, hopefully that stays the same. So we may be able to still get a good rate at that kind of thing where, you know, we could go over for a couple of days and they can get us the special rate and stuff. Cause I really could see doing that. Now that you say that, 
I would love to go there for a couple of days and I don't need to leave the resort. It's just that nice. I could actually enjoy the resort like it's intended to be enjoyed instead of rushing out the theme parks. And I would really, really like that. Yeah. I, I love that resort so much in our little stay that I want to see more. And I would have no issue whatsoever, you know, other than breaking the bank, uh, flying down there and just staying for a long weekend. Um, you know, I, I, I don't know that I drive a thousand miles to do that. I'm kind of crazy. So maybe I would do that, but, uh, well, my, know. And one of the reasons I liked where we moved when we first moved down here was it was so close to the Animal Kingdom Lodge. I could literally, I could get there in about six minutes. I could be at at the guard gate to the Animal Kingdom Lodge in about six to seven minutes. And I don't know why that made me feel good. Like I was that close to my Disney home, you know, like it Mm -hmm. was just such a short drive away. And I wanted to tell you for people that would love to, experience it a little bit but you're one of those people that go to the you know go on vacation and you just kind of get stuck in your rut of i do what i do i'm you know i'm at epcot today magic kingdom tomorrow and you know i don't have how am i going to get there and the best thing you could do is if you're at animal kingdom park the the uh, animal kingdom lodge is so close you can't walk there but the bus service between Animal Kingdom Lodge and Animal Kingdom Park is so frequent because it's literally, it's the closest, it's probably the closest resort to a park out of any of them. You uh, leave the Animal Kingdom parking lot, make a right, and you're on the property to Animal Kingdom Lodge. It's that darn close. So what I've done, I've already done it just to experiment to see if it worked. I'm at Animal Kingdom Lodge and I or Animal Kingdom Park and I say, well, I'm going to go to An- Animal Kingdom Lodge just because I haven't been there in a while. And I walked up to the bus. Within a few minutes, a bus pulled up, took me right there, dropped me off. And when I wanted to come back, it was so easy. A bus was there within a few minutes again. There was no long waits or anything. It isn't. I know sometimes the buses don't run great, but that's one that unless the driver is on break, he's going to be there in a couple minutes. It's just not that big of a route. Mm -hmm. So anyway, that's what I would recommend. Next time you're at Animal Kingdom, uh, if you're getting tired, if you would like a break, if it's the weather's starting to get bad, or if you just want to go, because sometimes it's great to get out of the crowds. I say that a lot around Christmas. If uh, the crowds just have you to the point where you can't take it anymore, jump on the bus and go over to Animal Kingdom Lodge. Enjoy the beautiful, calm lobby, the fire pits, the animals. Maybe get a snack, a drink, something. And you, I, I couldn't imagine you regretting that, saying, you know, I could have been standing in line for Flight of Passage for two hours. Instead, I went to this beautiful resort. It's like, you won't regret it. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's it's that good. So I agree. I, I think that's a great uh bow on this episode john i i in my actually one more one more bow at christmas time it is absolutely fantastic that they the the tree there in that lobby it's a very dark lobby so at night the lights just are are so good and again i don't know if they'll do it 
I was there around my birthday last year, which it was December. So the tree was up, the lights were up. And I remember I went up to like the second or third floor to get some better pictures of the tree. And they had, they, some of the representatives took the kids and they were out in the lobby in this big circle and they were singing and doing some art things. And I'm like, it was just such a beautiful atmosphere to be in. And I think they had a tree lighting ceremony kind of thing where, you know, they got everybody involved and this and that. And that's what I mean. I really hope they bring the cultural representatives back. It's such a such a great thing for kids to, to experience, too, you know, because I, like I said, I'm in my 40s and nobody really taught me anything about Africa and to actually interact with people from countries on, on that continent just it, it it's so cool it it just it it can uh it can do a lot for humanity in general like we need things like that we need more of it and like, like i said it's all such positive great experiences for kids families for everybody that i'm sure you're not listening but uh that's they're they're that's not the program to cut i know we like cutting things a lot <laughs> Yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> that's not the one to cut. Please don't cut that one. And again, yeah. it's uh, it, it. I just remember I was there at Christmas, and I have lots of clips and videos and pictures from it. I guess I need to start looking at my old ones to bring that back, because who knows what they're doing now? But yeah, it's at Christmas time. You wouldn't think it, but Animal Kingdom Lodge is a beautiful place to visit, and it's often forgotten when you think of christmas lobbies you know so i could see that i could definitely see it as something that people wouldn't even think of but i've seen the pictures and seen some of the videos and things that people experience over there and i i can't imagine you know not enjoying that around christmas time it's got to be gorgeous yeah so we'll have we'll have the finishing bow be the christmas bow yeah, there you go. <laughs> and we that? both agree that Animal Kingdom Lodge is just fantastic. One yeah. of the best uh, Disney hotels. And like I said, if it if it stood on its own somewhere, I I I still would want to stay there. That's how good it is. So. Yeah, absolutely. I totally agree with that. And I plan on going back at some point and hopefully spending a little bit more time there. But maybe that will happen once they do add in those cultural representatives, because, man, you sold me on that, John. I'll tell you, that is uh, that sounds like a great experience. Just talking to those people and the yeah, stories. That's, and That's one that. of the things that I think of when I think of Disney magic. I don't think of any cupcakes or pins or anything else, but that kind of thing is real Disney magic. To, you know, there's no IP for it, but it's it's something you never forget. Yep. The interactions you have. So. It's a great point. All right, John, where can they find you online? They can find me at c.wdw on Instagram, c.wdw on Facebook, c.uo on Instagram, and cwdw on youtube all right very good and you can find me at the t-h-e-e giant rat on instagram and on twitter that's gonna do it for this week hope you join us next week thanks a lot for tuning in stay safe on your adventures <laughs>